You're listening to Innovation Fuel, a business podcast by University of Canada West. Bringing you fantastic stories for accomplished entrepreneurs and key industry professionals. Let's explore the entrepreneurial world through local businesses and our university community. How are you today? How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Today is a great day. Why is today a great day? Everything is great, especially if you want to talk about digital transformation. Ooh, digital transformation. Do we even know what digital transformation is? You know, we, we throw this word around, digital transformation. What is digital transformation? So some people mix it up with digitalization. They think that if they use technology, they are digitally transformed. But this is not actually digital transformation. Mostly it's about how you create value for your customer through technology. It's not about, hey, I'm going out and I'm doing digital marketing. I'm digitalized. No, more about transforming your business and even transforming your value offering and the way you do business. Exactly. And it's more about how digital transformation impact who we are as a manager and leaders as well and how we are going to in our any kind of it can be high level in organization or it can be in our departments, how we create values through technology as well and digitalized approaches but it's not just about using technology but i think that we have a guest today that she can explain more about digital transformation excellent can't wait who is it let's welcome elena pomazanova president and founder at cyper to another innovation fuel yes love it welcome elena welcome to innovation fuel brought to you by university canada west we're so excited to learn more about you, Elena, and more about digital transformation. What is it? Before we get there, we need to know a little bit more about you, Elena. Tell us a little bit about your background. How did you end up here? My previous career was in the finance sector. Uh, back then, in my original country in Ukraine, I was in insurance and the investment sector. Inevitably, all the time, the growth was possible in uh, any organization only if organization was implementing digital solutions. And each time I was starting at any organization, I was uh, basically on the uh, front line of doing such implementation. Then I have been working as a financial analyst. I realized that everything was literally on paper and it was impossible may even to track the client's portfolio. So I had to collaborate with uh, a very old uh, team we found the software that was suitable for, for us. And then I became a chief of insurance company. It was the same story. I had to run it on a high level, analyze how our business processes are automated, and realize once again that without technologies, we were not able to scale. When I came to Canada and then I uh, found that Cyper, I realized that the, the purpose that I would like to bring to carry along with uh, running this company is to work with organizations who would like to preserve their revenue, stabilize their business processes, but also to grow. And I know very well that without digital uh, tools, without software solutions, without automation, in our today's world, it's very challenging maybe even impossible. 
This is a decision mostly should come from the company's leader, right? And then leaders should make that decision. They have to keep in mind when they want to approach these solutions. They need to think about how to create a value for their customers through this one or no, just just do their business digitally. The thing is that sometimes people who really need changes and who really need the processes they're involved into to be supported with digital solutions, they sometimes don't have even buying power or decision-making power. For example, imagine the warehouse worker who will need to manually log into the website panel, look into the list of orders, then manually run between the shelves and to look if there is any available inventory and to try to manually uh, pack it and then make some notes in Excel spreadsheets or in some accounting software that is not connected to anything. And this person is suffering but doesn't have any decision power and sometimes even access to the leadership committee to say, guys, we have a problem. And this problem is that my workflow is non-optimized. And sometimes they are more aware of the situation and they really want to go to the digital transformation. If we are talking about should they change their business process, I would say uh, they should think about uh, the fact that the digital transformation, the implementation of any solution would definitely require a commitment and engagement from their side. You know, we have been talking before this uh, cast and I gave an example with a treadmill, right? I can purchase a treadmill, put it in my room and say, yes, now I'm going to be uh, very fit. If I will not change my routine, if I will not time in my schedule to really like run or walk if I will not adjust my maybe like nutrition plan or approach to how I'm doing my physical activities but the same with digital transformation so sometimes what we observe is a great solution that nobody is using it just because there's no adjustment in the processes because there are no instructions or there is no like policy that says guys now we are running business different now we need to uh, change our fulfillment process or now we need to change our, for example, payment processing or now we need to change our human resource management process because our policies should be aligned with the new tool and this tool will facilitate a lot of things but we still need to change our internal methodology, policy, make a sensibilization among team members and this also requires some technology adoption. So yes, to answer your question, of course, there is it not only digital solution that needs to be implemented, but certain adjustment in processes also needs to be done. So and this takes me back because I, I think what society struggles with is the word uh, or the what is digital transformation. We talk about this digital transformation like, you know, like and almost to a point where it's almost become it, it seems almost like a buzzword, like innovation. How do we define this digital transformation? I think that's where we need to get to, Elena. I, 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 I kind of hear it in, in the conversation of what you're doing within your business. But how do we define this digital transformation? It's the same as, you know, big data. Everybody are talking about big data or artificial intelligence, but everyone means something different. And that's very often like, oh, we are are working with big data. Digital transformation as a definition, it might seem too vague. Some organization might think, okay, when I'm doing digital transformation, it means I will create a website. Some organization will think I will invest $10 million because I need to automate all my manufacturing process and have cutting-edge solutions at every single point of product development and product distribution. I mean, digital transformation for each company means something different, but 
I am defining it in, the, in our company, then we are saying we are doing digital transformation. That means that we implement software solutions or web solutions that are created and that are built to automate certain processes. To put it more simple, if there is some action that you repeat at least several times, this action needs to be automated. If, for example, the order, let's say it's coming through the website uh, and then a person needs each time, several times per day, open the list of orders, then go and open another solution, for example, to see what is the inventory, then also perform some repetitive actions that are built and performed in order to make the fulfillment process done. We need to automate it. Or we need to find a solution, multiple solutions that already exist on the market to see how they correspond the automation in those processes and to just implement them and start using them within the company. To put it simple, digital transformation is my definition and definition which fits the most all the repetitive projects that we have with our clients, it's automation or supporting the automation of each process that could be automated, each process that could be performed by a digital solution, by a software solution, instead of being manually performed by people because it saves time, it saves financial resources, and it helps company to streamline their business and to leverage it because then they're streamlining to the result they're capable to use saved resources to innovate to create some new products to explore new market to improve their business overall it's basically optimization simplification and automation of business processes using digital solutions such as software solutions and web solutions Elena, do you think that where should businesses start with digital transformation and when they should come to you and ask for your help? Well, actually, it's a very good question because this morning I had several conversations with my team members and with our partners discussing like what happened then, okay, a company realizes that for me, it's vital. Like I need this. First of all, the company really needs to understand that started now or very soon, it will not be possible to perform certain activity or to stay competitive without automating it or without using some solution that allows to make it a more optimal and in more uh, digitized way. Second, those companies also need to be aware that this is an engagement. That being said, that you cannot just implement the solution and forget about it. So there need to be a decision wheel. That being said, that they need to realize that, okay, I realize that I have a need, but I also have internal team or internal resources who will be able to be internal agents of change. Because otherwise you will just be risking in of purchasing or implementing a solution that nobody is going to use. I mean, even at Cyper, inside our company, sometimes I'm saying, oh, guys, I found a very good solution. It will help us to optimize such, such and such processes. And then we don't have internal team members who are going to use this solution, manage this solution, and who are going to have time and the sense of emergency to work with this solution. We are going just to spend money on it and not get any return on investment. So they need the understanding that for, for business now it's vital to change something and to apply digital solution to do so. 
uh, the intention. And by intention, I mean internal team who is capable to get engaged into the implementation together with the partner, us or any other company doing the same. And of course, also financial resources, because I might realize the need, I might even have the team who is engaged and willing to make changes, but this is an investment. So it should be also aligned with the pipeline, with the investment pipeline. And I want our companies also to realize that it's not an expense, it's an investment. Then you're purchasing some digital solution, you need to understand what it will bring you. So you are investing your money to get into return something, either optimized business processes or optimized revenue streams. So those three factors, so then a company has a need and has a internal engagement and intention to put this in place and have the resources to make this happen, then they should, uh, they definitely they should proceed. But even at the stage of the exploring solutions, for example, while looking for the financing, even at the stage of exploring uh, the solution, while even keep putting together the team, they already should start talking to company like ours because they might have some advices. We might line together, for example, what kind of people they will need internally to make this change happen or to give them an idea what kind of expenses they will be incurring to make this investment so that they could understand, okay, now I realize the perimeter of my budget. And plus, of course, like companies like ours, they always can suggest some financial options because we are working in this industry and we know what organizations and what banking organization and financial organization. I would say having an intention and a need. Or come at stage that you have a need or come at stage that you have money. Either those, those three stages are good. It will just depend on what outcome you will have. Either the company will have a very good and decent advice and workshop to understand what to do next or the company will be capable of already start the project. We see, hey, we're going to make this investment, the return on investment, we're going to see 10 times the value coming back to us. Yay, yay. But we have this whole world out there of human factor. And the human factor is always the big element because we see there's a whole industry around change management because people do not change very well. And I'm thinking about what types of, Elena, are the challenges and difficulties as you're transforming this element? What are the things you're going to face along the way? What are the big challenges and difficult parts as you move forward to meet that investment and also meet that opportunity? You know, I will tell you a little anecdote that I was doing the first implementation in my previous career in the insurance company. I once faced a situation then there was a person who literally was throwing folders with documents at me saying this is the papers I used to work this and I will keep working with those papers. I am not to use your software because it's stupid and I'm not done. I'm not cut out to work with the software. It's not needed. I will go old school. This is an extreme. Of course it's an extreme and it was back then in 2004. So it's like what 18 years ago life changed since then. And now people are more appreciative of digital solutions. But you're right, there is still a lot of problems with the solution adoption. You need to find the champion inside your company who is going to basically champion this digital transformation. That being said, that if you are implementing a solution for that will improve, for example, the life of a um, fulfillment team, a warehouse management team, or accounting team, or marketing team, well, you need to talk to those people and be sure that in the, in this team, among those people, there is an understanding that such solution that, go, that is going to be implemented will change their life 
and will allow them to work more efficiently to get better results. So you need to have this internal buy-in and you need to have an internal champion who is capable to facilitate this technology adoption. Plus, always you need to have the methodology of the uh, technology adoption. I can say, for example, we at Zapier, we prepare always user instructions. Then we do the implementation for our clients. We always prepare personalized user instruction for each company. Even if this is out-of-the-box solution that is slightly customized or heavily customized, this is who you are. Today. We have three user roles, like accountant, for example, a chief financial officer, and like a project cost officer. And we are preparing instructions. So then you're using this software. This is what you should do within your business process to perform from A to Z all the tasks that you need to do. It facilitates life for them, of course, because it's a no-brainer. They just open it and they know what they need to do. And I think that uh, investing time and efforts into preparing such uh, technology adoption procedures, it's very gratifying. It has a very good turn on this time and efforts because users, they are more open. They understand that the solution that is being implemented, it's not to complexify their life, it's to simplify their life. And those course, those users, they are very much uh, willing to collaborate if they were heard and if they were involved into a discussion from the very beginning. Involve people into a workshop or share with them the information about this is what we implemented. It's like working uh, with any new innovation or any change that you are trying to bring in. And plus, another thing is like, you know, creation, the sense of emergency, understanding that if we implement it in very rapidly, we are going to have outcomes that will be uh, bring us tangible results. We will make more sales or you will be able to do more working hours if you're paid by hour or you are going to be able to save your time during the working day and have better like uh, quality of work or work-life balance or efficiency. So if you want to tell us what kind of a skills or talent those agents should have, the heroes that they help you to go to transitions, do you think in your experience what you've seen those skills or talents are? very strong human skills, soft skills, because, you know, in French, like, so be ready to hear people. Because instead of imposing something, even if it's mandatory, but you still need people to be ready to adopt those mandatory changes. So they still need to, be, people need to have very good people skills and very good change management skills to line uh, together with the team, uh, the roadmap, the technology adoption roadmap to show from A to Z the way uh, through through which they are going to go together to start using a new solution and to implement it into their business processes. Uh, very good interpersonal skills capable to interact with different departments within the company. Because sometimes there is an implementation of a solution on the commerce side or on the sales side, but it requires also the interaction with finance department or with fulfillment department or with IT department. So those people, they need to be able to bring teams together to be able to articulate very clearly what are the objectives of the decision made and what are the objectives of the change that are going to happen or is happening within the digital ecosystem at the company and what are the roles, responsibilities and inputs of everyone involved. So there is strong management skills, interpersonal skills, and they need to be a very good, uh, I, I don't like, uh, like some people, they say the word like uh, 
evangelist, not evangelist, but they need to be really uh, capable to explain why always start the why. What are we going to do differently from now? These people need to be able to answer questions. There is always reticence and reluctancy all, all the time that you are changing something. This is normal process, but they need to be able to facilitate. So I'd say a very good combination of soft skills, management skills, governance skills, and of course, understanding of uh, technology. The world of emotional intelligence. We need emotional intelligence. It, I, when I heard you say that, I was saying, oh, boy, it's emotional intelligence going back again. And, and we see that as a crossover. But again, but coming back, Alina, one of the things I think you, the other thing that I think is is probably a challenge too, and I'm, I, I'm not sure, but like the buy-in, doesn't the buy-in have to come from high up in the organization? Because if, if it comes from the middle element and they start trying to do it in the middle, do they get the buy-in from other cross-functional elements? Because as you said, in digital transformation, we need a full transformation. Of course, the decision to purchase some solution is coming from the top. So if already this is approved and if already the budget is due to some change, that means that the top management of the organization is very much aware and sensibilized about the need to put the solution in place. The champions who are going to ensure this adoption, they are always in the middle management. Of course, top management needs to provide the support and participate maybe like uh, to conduct several meetings or explanations why it should be done this is in the perfect world sometimes the top management don't have enough time to do that that also could be a case but at least there should be some now you know i can give you an example if it's an implementation of human resource management software of course vphr or people and culture uh, for example those people they need to be involved and explain and people around the company why uh, it is important even if for example the economic decision, it's not on them, but the uh, operational decision and implementation is on them. So, of course, it's, it's not top-down. It's like a two-way street and everyone should be involved. You cannot just implement a solution without sensibilizing people on all levels. Why we are... It, it, this is again comes about, let's start with the why. And top management should be involved with the middle management, show their full support and engagement and dedication to make those things happen. And explain, be capable also to answer questions and explain why those changes are happening. And I love what you're saying, because it comes back even when we say, like, Simon Sinek talks about the, the golden circle and the why purpose. And I think, you know, if an organization is looking toward their why is and where they're going, this digital transformation is going to support them to meet the why. And I guess it's the leadership team that has to communicate the messaging uh, of that why and why this digital transformation is helping them meet that why. Yes, exactly. And people need to be consulted as well while the solution is being implemented. That is why when you are implementing some solution, you know, for example, for us, part of the uh, process, it's always several workshops with people who are going to use it. So then people are involved from the very beginning into discovery phase, into the analysis phase. The buying is much easier to do because they already know and they were consulted. This has been an amazing conversation, Elena. Thank you for bringing all this knowledge around digital transformation. Before we wrap up the show today, is there a challenge you can throw out to our students, to our listeners here? And the challenge is always the same. Then your students and their listeners are thinking about the like, hypothetical company they are working at in any role. How they would choose their battle if, for example, they need to... Uh, perform two competing tasks. One task is optimize costs and to be very efficient. And another task is to implement innovative solutions that will allow them to outperform their competitors. 
how they would struggle between those two battles, how they will be looking for the compromise. Because this is the most important challenge that any uh, digital transformation process, any digital transformation project like has in its nature. You have too many competing priorities. And how would you solve this problem if you're a decision maker? Okay, now I need to make a choice. I will be making uh, my work and I will be performing my job as I was doing it before and I will optimize my cost and I will not be disturbing anything or I will make some hard choices and I will still implement some innovative solutions, some solutions that will make changes, but it's going to cost me something. And it's always the cost of opportunity. So you always need to choose your battles. So I would like people to challenge themselves and think how they would approach. Excellent. Brilliant. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Elena. That was a great episode. That was another episode of Innovation Fuel. listening to Innovation Fuel. We are on all podcast streaming platforms, Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Visit our website at www.youcanwest.ca slash innovation fuel. Also, follow us on Instagram at innovation underscore fuel.